now it is time to go under the ropes. Mario, let us now kick it off the way we always do. It's time for our prey today. Here in the uh, local local studio in Florida, we have a uh, sipping a nice little beverage, little brown beverage. So uh, it's you can't tell what it is, but it's out of a nice fancy Waterford crystal glass, of course, because that's you how do, I do not mess what. around. There's no plastic. This is where is Waterford from? Is that like French uh, or Ireland. Ireland? For fuck's sake, it's Ireland. For I think it's Ireland. Sake. It's probably Scotland, not. Ireland. I think it's Ireland. Waterford. Um, and this is actually the glass that my wife and I bought a drink set when we got married. And that was our gift to each other was a nice Waterford alcoholic drink set. So, um, oh, that's where I got the other decanter. So I'm drinking. And it is Ireland. This. You nailed it. Yeah. A see? Viking city built in 914 AD. Look at that. So I'm drinking. I have all my... I usually have two bourbons in the decanters and then I keep the bottle next to them so I could tell what it is, <laughs> you know, just cause I'm like, I forget. So I am doing four roses, small batch. Nice. Um, yeah. I like four roses. It's good. And this is, uh, isn't that Buffalo trace? I think it might be. No, they might be beam. Is it beam? One of them. Yeah. I think it might be beam. Uh, but yeah, four rows is pretty good. So I got a little bit of that, taking a little throwback. And uh, right How now, how would you compare four roses to a Basil Hayden? Well, that's the other one I was drinking uh, earlier. Um, this is a little bit Basil Hayden's a little smoother. This is a little bitier, but uh, they're both really solid. I mean, this has a Basil Hayden's a little. I don't know, a little, little smoother, a little different. Four Roses is uh, kind of on the, I don't know, it's a little bit, bit bolder, I think. Mm-hmm. A little bit hotter, you know? A little hotter. I can see that, yep. But it's um, mm, good taste. Got a nice little, uh, definitely a nice good bourbon. You know, it's it's going towards that whiskey flavor, but falling short of the peat. I don't like the peat or any of that other stuff in there. Any of that other business. Yeah. Not a fan of the, uh, the Ardbeg. You know, actually, you like the Ardbeg. I just don't like, um, I don't, uh, whiskeys. That's all peat. That's like the scotches. That's like the most peaty scotch you can get. Well, it's smoky too. The Ardbeg. That's why. Yeah. That's why I don't mind it. Cause it's got that smoky flavor that kind of, kind of rules your palate. Mm -hmm. Whereas, uh, Oh, this is a nice drinking. This is easy drinking. This is a, uh, if you're playing cards, this is a nice one to kind of sip. There you Maybe go. grab a stogie. There you go. I could, that's, that sounds about right. Yeah, I'm in Tampa. The there's, there's so many more cigar places popping up every day. It's, it's really? coming back in fat again. It's like the new craft brewery is the cigar craft cigar maker. Yeah. I mean, and we're in cigar city. This is it. This is the place, man. That is the place. Yeah, I was drinking some Maker's Mark this weekend. And then I ended up at a carnival with the kids. Oh, nice. And I will tell you, uh, it was it was sort of nice. What wasn't nice is that the kids wanted to go on the spinny rides. 
which uh, as you get older and if you're drinking whiskey spinny oh. rides are not really so much fun oh you were drinking whiskey at a carnival and then went on spinny rides well no i was drinking whiskey during the day at a party not knowing that the plan was to go to a carnival later that evening it's spinny rides spinny rides that'll get you yeah that's they, drama that was, right there that's puke fest and then it was like hey guess what my wife's uncle is working at the fried dough stand. And guess what? He's giving us unlimited fried dough. Nice. So you loaded up on fried dough and bourbon. And then you got on a spinny ride. I felt like yeah, Sunday morning. I felt like such crap. Like Damn. I just don't, I just don't eat like that. Luckily I found two pieces of chicken marsala to have before I went to bed on Saturday yeah. night. It's just like, give me some sort of nutrition because I thought I was just kind of like my stomach was just like, what have you done to it's us? going to give out. Oh, just like a lump of just goo. Damn. Lump of goo. Lump of goo. All right, Brian, what do you got? All right. So I have not been happy with my drink selections over the last, you know, last general time frame with the podcast. Cause you kind of, I was trying to like, oh, yep, got a, having a seltzer again. Hey, wow, you're having a spin drift. That's so exciting. Yeah. And luckily, I, I found inspiration on the Joe Rogan podcast because he's been having some pretty, I mean, obviously, the guy makes a hundred something million dollars a year doing his podcast. Has great sponsors, which we'd love to have more great sponsors. So hit us love up to have podcast at gmail.com. Forgot oh. that earlier on. So I heard him talking to somebody and he was talking about a botanical drink. And I was hmm. like, ooh. Let me learn about this delicious botanical tonic. So I picked up a couple bottles of this. I, instead of buying like one, like a proper person would do, they're like, hey, I want to try this out. I should get one bottle. For some reason, I felt I need to buy two of them. There you go. How big is the botanical? So I got this bad boy. All right. It is Feel Free, which is a botanical tonic, plant-based herbal supplement. So tonic you mix with something, right? No, you just drink it. Now really? they have a very bizarre website because I never realized that universities needed an official tonic, but apparently this feel free tonic is the official tonic of the Texas Longhorns, which is, I guess, I guess good, right? Yeah. It's the big, and also, uh, big also Florida state. Look at that. So, you know, it's good. Yeah, the official tonic sponsor of Texas Athletics and FSU Athletics. Damn. I was, and I always joke, like, you know, you, I, I'm a, uh, I've talked about my Pittsburgh Penguins fan, and occasionally I'll listen to the, the, the game on the radio of the, uh, the Penguins app. And when you get the local radio stations, it's just a whole different planet. You're like, you know, I have the official motor oil of the Pittsburgh Penguins. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. The official vaginal lubricant of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Like you just, you get a lot of weird, like it's getting pretty deep down. It's not like the official, you know, beer or, you know, yeah. stick or like the thing that's related to the sport. It just gets, they're just like, well, we'll take your money, whatever. We'll do it. That's how I feel about this stuff. But this is a plant-based wellness tonic. Hmm. And this is from the folks at Botanical or Botanic Tonics. And this is their newest feel-good wellness tonic. is a kava drink made with kava, kola nut, lion's mane, and rhodiola. 
These ingredients are known to enhance relaxation, cognitive function, and productivity. Hmm. Feel free is naturally caffeinated to boost and sustain your energy without the crash. Oh, wow. So that's what it claims. And it says it's best to sip this product when you want a clean energy boost without the jitters, a social lift without the booze, or a focus enhancement without the crash. Wow. Yeah, wow, is what I'm saying. And I'm trying to figure out how much to drink because it says like, hey. Oh, it says no more than two. So they're saying a half bottle is one serving. Yeah. Not recommended taking more than two Kava drink servings per day. Right. So if you drink this whole bottle, like this is your day. Like don't drink any more than this. Dude, that's where you bet somebody. I want to see you drink like 10 of those. Yeah. All day, bro. All day, just pounding those. I don't really know how I'm feeling right now. I'm feeling a little tingly, which is weird. That's good or bad. Your pants, it's like tingly or on my, on my tongue. On my tongue. Tongue? And I think my problem was I didn't shake it properly the first time I poured it. I only poured about half. I don't know if you can see. You probably can't. It's only about half that I drank because, again, I wasn't going to drink the whole thing. Are you going to put I, the other half like on the tampon right up the keister later? Well, I mean, that that seems to be what all, the, go, right? what all the kids are doing these days. So, hey, If you, you know. go into Texas or FSU, I'm just saying they, they probably experimented. That's true. They get that seminal. They get the uh, the arrow, right? The spear. <laughs> the spear, right up the key. <laughs> the tampon on the, uh, <laughs> dip it in the spear and then just, rah, rah, there you go. Keister you. Pretty much. Pretty much. Now, I would tell you this stuff is not exactly cheap. So if you were to go and buy a box, there is a 12-pack case, and it's $147. Yeah, I'm looking at that right now. That's fucked up. What is that math? That's like over 10 bucks for one of these little things, right? Or my, yeah, how my much math? did you pay for yours? I paid 15 bucks for two of them. That's actually a good deal, then. That seemed way better, and it was from like a grocery store. It wasn't like anything... It's like a bodega. You know, the seal was off. You know, nothing shaking. May have so. I, wow. So if you're buying a case from the website, it's twelve bucks a bottle. Is that right? Five. Yeah. Is my 12. math? Oof. You got a good deal on yours. I should go buy the rest of them they have there. Shit. Yeah. Clean them out, man. Well, do you have a two ounce bottle, or is it a one ounce bottle? It's a good question. This is a two ounce bottle. Wow. Look at that. You got a good deal. The exact same one. Maybe they mispriced it. Out there. And I was worried. It was like, I'm like, wow, these are expensive. And now going on the website, I'm like, whoa, they're even more expensive there. Well, let's see. They have the, the what is it? The classic? Yeah, I think there's the, two different flavors. Two different have. ones. So what does it taste like? Classic. I have, the, I have the not classic. Well, it's very brown. Um, What does it taste like? It tastes like it. It smells really medicinal, almost like, like herby or very herby. Yeah, like you're at a spa drinking a spa. It's like drinking a spa. You know the cola nut. It's almost like like a hint of like a Coca Cola. Because isn't that what they use? Like cola nut. Yeah, cola nut and coconut. I don't know what they use, but it's some. It's almost like a like if you had Coke with way less sugar and maybe. Some like you broke open a, a vitamin or something. Like you well, blended cola, a vitamin into Coke and had less sugar in it. Huh. Isn't cola syrup what you drink if you're going to puke? 
They said? Yeah. So like if you're going to puke, they sell cola syrup and uh-huh. it's just, it's, it tastes like, you know, Coca-Cola syrup, but like flat and just a little bit syrupy. And you drink that. Um, what the hell's in it? Is it Epic? Not Epicac. That's the one that makes you puke or makes yeah. you poop. There's another one that's uh, for, for nausea. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Like a Dramamine thing? No, let's Not see. Cool. I don't know. Yeah, it, in, interestingly enough here, the other ingredients is pineapple juice, stevia leaf, and natural flavors. Oh, look at that. It says there is some kratom in here, but I think the other one, the classic, is one that has like way more kratom in it. Huh. This is supposed to give you energy, which is not really what I want late at night. But, you know, we're riding the lightning a bit today, trying trying something different, see how it works. As you're staring at the ceiling at 3 a.m., you're going to say to yourself, that was not a wise choice. (sighs) You got to live and learn. That's the only way to do it, right? You got to do it. Got to do it. I needed to try something different. Because, again, you guys are getting bored with my my spin drifts. My, what was it, my athletic brewing booze-free Booze-free. But you know what this is good for? You add that weed drink part in there, and you got a nice weed cocktail. You become pretty much Albert Einstein when you you consume that. That's right. It's like, poof, you get some head high kind of stuff. You put it in there, and you just mix that up, and you're having a great night. No puking. Good to go. Be holding court all night long. This is anti-puke. Anti-puke. This is like you couldn't puke if you tried. (laughs) <laughs> you could just go back to that carnival eat that fried dough oh see drink those yeah, bourbons you, go on that ride no if you had one of these bottles in your pants you could have been like bam here you go spinny spinny ride just down it bring get on the, the ride. tornado bring it on so yeah this is a i guess i guess i'll probably have to consume the rest of this and uh to truly give to a service. review but it is giving me a little bit of a, again, like a little tingly, like a positively tingly feeling. Getting I think a little we bit need of- to know what's going on on the podcast. Why don't you drink two of those bottles on the podcast? I will not be doing that. <laughs> That's a terrible idea. As your heart is going to ex- explode from your chest. I definitely don't need that. That's not good for anybody. Well, I could call 911 from here. It's all right. I'm going to wait, sir. Yeah. Be a knock on your door. Your wife would be like, what? What's going on? Yeah, so I'm trying to find some other like fun, interesting drinks that I can be doing on the app right today. Because again, these Monday, when we do the early in the week podcast, like we really we, we try to dial it back a bit because it's jobs. It's just, you know, to be hung over on a Tuesday morning, like that's that's not you can't be living your life that way. I used to do thing. that when when I got first got divorced. Remember, I was Saturday drunk on like a Tuesday. It was bad. <laughs> It was those were rough days, man. It was a special time in your life, and you needed that. It was, and now I'm back to like a normal gentleman with a real job, and it's like, yeah, I can't really, can't really do that right now. Yeah, I'm with you. I have no idea what time my kids are going to wake up. I'm pretty sure it's about an hour earlier than I want them to be up, so I got to be ready to go. I got to be a good dad. I got to see. Gotta that's just it with kids. Like you really got to keep your your stuff together, right? Hundred percent. Like when you have like, we know some of these parents like, and you're like, wow, you're really drinking hard on like a, like a school <laughs> yeah. night. 
Like really? You're, like you're be hammered. Like really? You're doing like that? The nanny's gonna take care of him. Like, yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. All right. You, you do you, wine mom. So let me ask you. That has kava in it, right? Kava. So when I see these kava bars, like, is that what's in there? Is kava? Well, what is kava? kava? Bar. What the is kava? kava? Let's see. I Let thought me... kava was the shelled, the shell of the um, coffee bean that people are now brewing into. Oh, is yeah, it? I remember cascara. Wasn't that the Costco or uh, Starbucks thing they were doing? Yeah. We'll see. Uh, Kava is grown in s- Southern Pacific nation of Van- Vanuatu. These ancient roots from the Pacific islands are used to relieve stress and promote relaxation. Oh, well that. That's all they're telling me about the old Kava root. But oh, the cola nut the is the seed of the plant Cola nitida and is native to the rainforests of West Africa. The caffeine in the cola nut can provide a natural boost of energy and improve mental alertness. Huh. So I, I found an article from the Cleveland Clinic, and they're saying kava is an herbal herbal supplement. They call it, it's referred to as nature Xanax. Look at that. It's all natural mood relaxer. There you go. Nature huh. Xanax. So this is what they're pouring at these Kaba places. I gotta go one of these. There's one. There's a few right right by me. I gotta, I gotta try them out. I'm like, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't drink Kaba. I don't drink anything. I don't know what it is. See, I know what it is. And now you can step your I pray today game up by going to the Kaba place. Ah, uh, both Kaba and alcohol are depressants. So taking them together raises your risk of mood changes and cognitive impairment and increases your risk of liver toxicity. All right, so maybe not mix them together. Just saying. Mm. Yeah, I I was thinking like, what would I, what booze would I mix this with? And it's like, well, the whole (laughs) point of this is not to mix it stupid. So how about nothing? Yeah, you don't want to pound some beers and then do this. Yeah, not a good idea. That said, yesterday I was at another party and someone gave me a Cutwater margarita. Oh, yeah. You ever had those things? Yeah, the Cutwater is pretty good, tasty. Yeah, I was like, "Whoa, this is really good." And I look at it, it's like 12 and a half percent alcohol. I'm like, "God damn." Oh, I was yeah. already like I was kind of like drinking it a little quicker than I should have. Right. It was a crappy to Rick James. I am really glad. I just I like slammed on the brakes. I was like, "One is good. That's all. That's all I can like, do." Whoa, I actually read the label. I got to I got to slow down. Slow like an actual roll. grown-up for once. Yeah, look at that. See? Well done, sir. So well played, sir. See, we're stepping our game up, trying all kinds of interesting stuff, right? Same. Yeah. So, well, the Cutwater Lime Margarita is fantastic. The Cutwater Long Island Iced Tea, not so good. I I never had that one. I had the Margarita, and I had they have Mojito, I think, and something else, and they were all pretty good. I had some sort of like Texas drink, Texas tea bag. The old Texas tea bag. It's yeah. like, like mom always liked. Um, <laughs> no, nah, it was ranch water. That's what it is. Ranch. 
ranch water. Imagine if it tasted like ranch. You'd be like, what's this? this? Goddamn Hidden Valley ranch water. Finally, someone made drinkable ranch dressing. (laughs) Just ranch dressing with alcohol. My letters have been answered. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, so the ranch water is tequila with lime juice and soda. Mm. So that was pretty solid. That's a good beach drink. So they have a rum mojito variety pack. Oh boy. That one looks. Oh, they got a watermelon ranch water. Nice. And a spicy pineapple margarita. Oh boy. Damn. You got some good stuff here, these cut water folks. Yeah, so they got so that um rum mojito pack, it's a mixed pack. They have mint lime, passion fruit, and guava, and mango watermelon. And they have a canned white Russian that's 14% alcohol. Damn. Imagine getting hammered on white Russians. That's, all, that's milk, right? Or cream? Yeah, it's cream. Damn. That vomit would not be good. Oh. Bunch of oh, savages. Look at a Mai Tai. Bunch of savages. But this this, this makes then, drinking too easy. And yeah, you have a canned Mai Tai. Can my tie? They have tequila packs. They got everything. Got whiskey lemonade. That sounds Damn. lovely. Yeah, nice hot day. Whiskey lemonade. I don't know. Mm, mowing the lawn. White Russian while you're sitting outside on the beach. I don't know about oh, that. White Russians. It's just nice warm one. <laughs> I gotta tell you though, there was a time when you know, again, pre kids like just come home from work one day and just put on like the big Lebowski and just drink white Russian slight passed out. Like that was just, it's just what you did. It could have been like, it could have been a Tuesday night. It it very well could have been. And it would, it didn't even matter. I like the taste of the white Russian. It just bothers me that it's cream in there. Yeah. Like well, if it was I, milk, it'd be like, all right, but. That's the, it's the creams that makes it so good though. It's, it feels like my arteries are hardening as I drink. Well, I was I was even putting my own little twist on it because for the longest time I was getting really into different kinds of creamers instead of, for the coffee, instead of milk or, or half and half or heavy cream. I was finding these like coconut creamers. So Trader Joe's has one, and that's just what's called the coconut creamer. So what I would do is I would use that, and I had a coconut vodka. So nice. I would call it a white Hawaiian. So oh, I would use, do that. You'd use the coconut vodka. The coconut creamer and then the Kahlua. It's a white Russian hiding in Hawaii. Yeah, it's called. Like, it's like it's like Putin on vacation. Putin, yeah. <laughs> Putin on the run. Putin on the run. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can live a little. Try it out. I was gonna say, get you, weird. Where you're you're making your um, bulletproof coffee? I, I would have thought you put butter in there too. <laughs> a little you butter, know, little MCT oil. <laughs> you know, do do what drinks have butter and booze? There's a slippery nipple butter, butter, doesn't hot it? Hot butter rum, which doesn't actually have butter, right? Slippery nipple. What is a slippery nipple? It's more of a shot. Yeah. Is there uh Irish cream? But like if you're going to a bar, do they actually have like like a like a block of Lando Lakes back there? Hey, give me a chunk of Land Lakes in this uh, slippery nipple. Make it real slippery. Oh, a buttery nipple. Is that the one? Buttery nipple. It's some kind of nipple. It's definitely a nip. 
I got nipples. Can you milk me? <laughs> no, there's there's definitely no butter involved. They're talking butter butterscotch, nipples. schnapps, and Irish cream. You know, that's a whole section of um drink making of mixology, adding the butter. How about we call it the butter bar? The butter bar. Butter I bar. Like that. Just every every drink we serve has butter in it. <laughs> yes. Can I have a water with butter? <laughs> yeah. Everything comes with butter, whether you want it or not. Like, so, I'm well, sorry, dude. This is the butter bar. Well, you can have water, but the ice cubes are made of butter. <laughs> <laughs> so you get the, the, the frozen butter chips, like just chuck them in your glass of water. Get like a, uh, instead of putting like a, you know, piece of fruit in your beer, they put a little piece of butter in there, a little pat of butter. Phenomenal. But a mojito, you're like muddling in some butter. Some <laughs> what are you muddling in there? You got a little butter in there. Got to do it. This butter is a good goddamn idea. The butter bar rules, man. I'm sorry. I can't serve anything without butter. Yep. It's a violation it's a of our charter. I'm sorry. You fired for that. You lactose intolerant? Go find another bar. Butter bar. Goddamn, that'd be great. Butter it's like a cauldron, a cauldron of butter just waiting to dip your, your snacks into. Uh, you know what you could have on every table? Besides the sanitizer, Larry David, you could have the uh, butter bells on every table. You want a little extra butter? Bam. Bang. There it is. Personal butter bell. Personal butter bell. <laughs> and you know what? We'll have like some you know, sort of like... PBBs. We'll have like a neck strap so you can keep it around your neck and just... Like, oh, oh. There should be like a carry a to go butter bell so that like on the road on the road you can like, like have have your butter. Like why butter not? butter holster. Butter holster. <laughs> so that you're never far from fresh creamery butter at any time. Just absolutely glorious. Dude, we could just make America fat that much fatter. But you know what? Butter is not really as bad for you as you think. The problem is the stuff you're putting in the butter usually. That's usually where like the bread stuff. That's what's messing you up. Not so much the butter. I think if you straight butter, that's probably pretty bad too. Well, it depends how much straight butter. Or yeah, or like you got to say you're dipping lobster. You know, you get your little cauldron of butter. You can just dip. I think the trick with lobster is they got to boil it in butter. Mm. Butter poached. I, think, I was watching a show and they had the lobster. They were doing like butter poached lobster. And I was like, that is such an awesome idea. Yeah. You're boiling it in butter, and then you're eating it. And then you thermidor it. Then you thermidor. Then you thermidor it. And you deep there fry you the whole thing. Why not? What the hell? Yeah. That's awesome. Cultivating uh, soft shell lobsters so you eat the whole thing. <laughs> well, lobster thermidor. You poach it in butter, and then you put it into... Then you put the ice cream around, and then bake it like Alaska. Bake Alaska. That'd you're be like decadent. That is quite a culinary adventure you'll be going on with that meal. I don't know. There's, there's, it sounds pretty gross when I think about it, but I think we've jumped. It the could shark. be great. It could be I, great. You never I think, know. I think after today, just jumped the shark. These are things that we must try out and at a later time. A later time, sometime, somewhere, someplace. That could be happen. the home run you're looking for to make your whole career. That's right. This is what gets you to the dance. If anybody's listening and is a culinary genius and has a great recipe that is not really mainstream with butter, let us know. Butter. 
I'm pro butter. Extremely pro butter. Team no butter margin. all the way. No margarine, no yogurt, no bromo. I did I like bromo and brown back in the day, but I've been on the straight butter train since I met my my wife. So not no parquet, not no margarine, strictly butter. She's a Canadian gal. She's like, fuck that. On the prairie, we eat butter. That's, That's it. Right. No margarine. That's not real. It's butter. Regular yep. butter. And now I got her into the Kerrygold because Costco has it and it's delicious. It's the best butter. Grass fed. Grass fed. Best butter. Best butter. Pound for pound. <laughs> well, speaking of the best, now it is time to go under the ropes. So last under the ropes, we talked about that beluga whale that they found in Scandinavia and think it may be Russian. And oh, yes. The, the Russians the were using it. A spy whale. Spy whale. Now that. the Russians, they are boosting their dolphin patrols to protect <laughs> the Crimean naval base. Wow. Footage shows a near doubling of dolphin pens guarding the Sevastopol Harbor. British intelligence says. Oh, this is some real news. I like this. Yeah, the Russian Navy is increasing the number of trained dolphins it uses to protect its main military base in the Black Sea, according to intelligence reports. The animals are guarding the entry to the port of Sevastopol in Russian-occupied Crimea and are likely intended to counter enemy divers, British British military intelligence said Friday. In recent weeks, Imagery shows a near doubling of floating mammal pens in the harbor, which highly likely contain bottlenose dolphins. Wow. Trained animals have been used for decades by the military or intelligence agencies to carry out specific missions. Again, a beluga whale, which has made several appearances off the Scandinavian coast in recent years, is, for instance, believed to be a spy trained by the Russian army. That's the heavy spy. They bring in the heavies. Yeah, so you got these bottle-nosed dolphins. Dude, I totally believe dolphins are able to do this shit. I, I do, too. The U.S. used them. U.S. used them. But now, what, couldn't you picture some sort of, like, episode of Flipper where, like, they send Flipper over there to, like, got, <laughs> like talk to the dolphins and be like, hey, man, like, why are you guys fighting for the Russians? The Russians are the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> And like Flipper like breaks them all free. <laughs> no, like, but the they capture is... Flipper and he, he turns them. No, these things are trained to put like landmines on ships and blow them up. And then you're out there like fucking canoeing and all of a sudden, bleep. <laughs> what are you doing, dolphin? Fucking blow your ass up. It's like just like uh, on its tail, like swimming across the water, like watching <laughs> you as you explode. That's right. It's like it, it crossed with Jay Z training. It's like, bye, bitches. <laughs> Dave Chappelle training. That's the Dave Chappelle one. Bob, it's, it's so. I mean, I guess it makes a lot of sense. We use dogs, we use horses. I think in, it's in fighting, right? I believe it, man. Dolphins. dolphins are smart as shit. They're smarter than most people I know. Yeah. I got to believe, pound for pound, most of the people that work for me, <laughs> they would lose to a dolphin. Yeah. In a battle of wits. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Like, uh, you know, I, I'm pretty lucky the place I live in. It, you know, now you kind of go to other places and you're like, oh, this is the rest of America that I've been told about. Like, yeah, yeah. You're like, wow, 
There's some Walmart big, on a Saturday afternoon. Just saying, I love Walmart. There's some. You will see some stuff. Some big people with some poor tattoo choices. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. You hang around a tattoo shop, I guarantee you feel a lot better about yourself. I always want to ask like someone who's driving like a like a '97 Taurus and is like overweight with bad tattoos. I'm like, so is your full 401k fully maxed out? Because <laughs> apparently you have bones. money. You have money for these awful tattoos. So obviously you must have enough money for retirement. And dude, they will look you right in the eye, but like I use Wu Tang Wu Tang Financial. Wu Tang Financial. I got yeah. I got my stuff locked down. Yeah, I gotta say there are some very smart people that get tattoos though. I'm not I wanna, saying I want to get a tattoo. Yeah, I just uh, I'm uh, not for me. Am I, I too just, old now? I think I'm too old to get a tattoo. You're never too old. I remember an ex girlfriend of mine's father got a tattoo in his like fifties of like the band Mountain, like that seventies band, like Mississippi Queen, Brandon, like of their logo on his really? arm. Really? That's and, like, that's a bad tattoo. Yeah, and it wasn't like 1976 we did it either. It was like the 90s that's a bad uh, it's like really love the water boy when he got like uh what did the tattoo on his butt that's right on his ass mama don't know what mama don't know don't hurt her (laughs) exactly just like that uh that's crazy shit but like and you see like all these girls getting like arm tattoos and it's just like the sleeve is kind of cool though. It depends on the, so it depends if they go with a theme or they get just random shit. Like if they get random stuff, you're like, all right, you're really, you got a lot of random stuff going on in that brain. But I've, sometimes you see like women and men, they get like, you get a theme, like mm-hmm. all the way down, you get like the sleeve. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It did. But as a female, it definitely changes the type of males you will have in your breeding pool to choose from. You will get a lot of guys with a lot more wealth. A lot of guys who were perhaps <laughs> parts of like biker gangs. Perhaps. Depending perhaps. depending what you have. So it could be a big positive for you. Big net positive. It's an investment on your arm right there. What if you have like black and whites of famous scientists on your arms? I don't know who you're attracted to. Yeah. Excuse me. Is true. that is that Albert Einstein? Well, why? Yes, it is. <laughs> it's uh, you know I I'm a big believer in choice and freedom, but I think you know what you do with your freedom and the choices you make will definitely put you down a certain path. See, down here in Florida, I am of the minority that has no tattoos. It's really weird. Like I feel uncomfortable that I don't have any tattoos. Yeah. Like there's people a lot older than me, a lot younger than me, all tattooed up. And it's just kind of accepted and that's what it is. The one yeah. thing I still can't preach is I see people in business in corporate America down here with like hand and wrist tattoos, sometimes finger tattoos, <laughs> and every once in a while a little creeping up the the neck. And I'm like, do you go neck tattoo? You better have it made. Like, you better not have to work for anybody, or you work in a certain industry and you're good. You're in but, a bike shop, dude. Yeah. I, I I worked. So when I was at Time, they're they're gone now anyway. So I could talk about this. When I was at Time, the CFO had neck tattoo, neck and fingers. 
tattooed. Really? And then all over his body, he had tattooed. I'm like, what the fuck? I remember seeing him. And when they, they were selling, he's like, yeah, he's like, I made, I made a lot of money. He's like, I'm probably gonna retire early. He's like, I have a, a hard chance getting a, a really, you know, what I make here, I have a hard chance making that somewhere else because of all my tattoos. Like he knew it. And I was like, holy shit. But he was that smart and good at his job. I was like, by Somebody CFO, you mean that. chief fuck you, officer. <laughs> <laughs> chief fuck officer. The guy fucks. That guy fucks. <laughs> that guy fucks. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, holy shit. This dude was making it CFO. I'm like, God damn. Of a division. It wasn't like a ball of time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm like, holy shit. Still, I'm like, this guy making some coin. He's like tattoo on the neck. Once you go on the neck, that's. You're dedicated. Unless you're wearing freaking turtlenecks all the time in a, in a, you know, in a ski area, like what are you gonna do? You can't hide that up. You, you've, and what? I guess the thing, like, I wouldn't even know what I would get it of on my neck. See, you're autistic as well as me, and if you put something on your body, and in two years you don't like the way it looks, you're gonna be pissed off. But like, I want this shit off. This is bullshit. Muff cabbage. I can't sit with this on me. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal the line from Sebastian Maniscalco. He's like, you don't put bumper stickers on a Ferrari. Sometimes you do if it's high fluting ski bumps. That's the way Boom. I that's the way I think of my body. You don't put bumper stickers on a Ferrari. What do you think about a high fluting ski bum podcast? Logo right on your shoulder. <laughs> the shoulder right there right on the shoulder, on the shoulder. protecting you yeah i remember i remember a kid i knew back in the day he had like a yankee stadium tattoo on his shoulder that's just dumb i just like and maybe i just knew people who had the dumbest tattoos when i was younger and it put a really bad taste in my mouth i don't know what it is so when i go to the beach like i'll see you know i i, I look around there's there's tattoos everywhere i've yeah. seen the philly um the Eagles logo, the Steelers logo. And I'm like, you really want that on your body? Like, I don't know. Guess you're a diehard fan. That's, uh, you know, you know, some poor bastard out in like Kentucky had a Bud Light tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I got to change. Was like, God damn, I'm cutting this fucking arm off. <laughs> But Lord, I can't even look at this tattoo anymore. I will not be affiliated with that beverage any longer. Dude, there's a freaking class action lawsuit going against that. I'm sure. An ass what kind of lawsuit? (laughs) My tattoos are useless now. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't know if it was the way I was raised. Again, the people I saw have bad tattoos young. I just, I never, ever had any interest in one. It's just oh, I had a total interest. I almost tattooed myself. So there was a buddy of mine when I was at App State, and he was like, let's do crosses on our arm. And I'm like, you know, cross is pretty easy to do. I'm like, all right, cool. He's like, he's like, you want to put it on me and I'll put it on you. I'm like, no, I don't want to fucking touch that. (laughs) So he did it himself. And I was like, I'm sitting there thinking after he did it, I'm like, that was like what you would do in prison. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I don't know if I could do that shit. So yeah. he did it. And then he's like, yeah, it came out really shitty. He's like, I got to go to an artist and like do, but he did a nice cross and everything. Like it was, it came out pretty cool. And I was like, all right, that's not bad. And then I was like, 
you know, something like that, I guess, would kind of be cool, like religious or family or something that really means something. Mm-hmm. But then I see people, him, my buddy Joe, well, you never met Joe. He had a, a fucking Tasmanian devil holding a beer. I'm like, <laughs> do you really feel proud about that one? Because that's pretty fucked up, dude. Yeah. Like, and again, like we have we have some buddies that we know have some pretty sweet tattoos. Yeah. And, you know, it's like cool. But again, it's like I wouldn't I wouldn't want that personally. So on Frank's Uller and his whole that's thing. That's exactly that what I was thinking. Yeah. That's pretty fucking awesome. That like is that cool. is awesome. But that's a lot of work. That's a lot of time in the seat getting the tattoo done. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just keep going back to Tasmanian Devil fucking holding a beer. Um, who was it? Um, your cousin. Um. What's her face? Kurt's oh, stepdaughter. Yeah. What's her face? Kurt's stepdaughter. Oh yeah, Christina. Christina. Christina she, she yeah, she got a bad tat. Well, it was a good tattoo with bad coloring on her like back of the neck, and it was like a dolphin or something like that. And she was like, "I hate it." So she was getting it lasered off. She said it was the most painful thing. And then she went and got this retarded tattoo on her foot and it was on the top of the foot. And she said it hurt a lot. And her mom was even like, that's the dumbest tattoo ever. <laughs> like, So she was getting that lasered off too. And I'm like, why? Like, why would you get that in the first place? Were you that drunk? What she could have gotten was nothing. Yeah. Like, but she wasn't even, she didn't do what she was drunk. She just thought it was a good idea. I'm like, you really got to think about your, you know, Think Every about what decision you, do. you make. All Write the time. that shit down and then wait like a day or two and then read it and be like, yeah, that was probably a bad idea. I remember I met this guy. It was uh, it was like a family member, like 18 times removed kind of thing on my wife's side. And uh, he had this giant tattoo. He was from Florida. He had a giant tattoo of Florida on his back. Nice. And we were at the pool and I'm like, oh, so uh, why'd you get that? And he's like, well, I was kind of drunk and we went and got tattoos and I'm like, that's what you messed with. I was like, course. is that a penis on your back? Like it yeah. looks like a big wang with the <laughs> like Florida man gets a tattoo. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. I wonder what percentage of people are drunk when they get their tattoos. But if it's on your back, how do you know what they tattooed? That's like in dude my car. Yeah. Like, dude, what does yours say? Dude, what does mine say? Sweet. Dude, what does mine say? Dude. <laughs> what does mine say sweet like that's yeah yeah but like even like the japanese symbols where they get the the thing and it's like how do you really know what that translates to well yeah yeah right you know fluent jap it's not even knowing japanese you need to know like the writing of it because it's very like subtle in the it's an art form yeah. like if you could have a master do it yeah but well, it's funny know, too man. how like they all go in stages too you know like there's just the like tribal anything else we're we're big that's like the late nineties. That's when you got that one. The tramp yeah. stamp had a certain time frame and they all like discolor because with time. Oh yeah. And like you almost you almost know exactly when people got their tattoos based on the style of it and the fading of it. But people do the throwback. They do like the um the old sailor tattoos now. Yeah. Still. And I love those because it's like it's like a throwback, but you're like you have no idea when it was done. Like an anchor or like a mermaid on your forearm. Yeah. There's no way you were born in the twenties. I don't know. I don't know how old you are, right? You sailor Jerry. <laughs> That's yeah. right. I mean, and like the girls, like with the little like 
cute little quotes they have like right above their hip or under their boob. Like, you know, exactly. That was like mid 2010s. That's when they got that because that was the cute thing to do at that time. Like well, just, and then sometimes you see the saying the Lord, you know, what is it? Uh, teach me to, I don't, I keep forgetting the saying, And that's like a, um, an added thing. So like, if you recovered, whatever, you get that, that saying, and it's like, that's cool. It's meaningful though. Like, I'm kind of like, all right, I get that. You know, you get a proverb or something like that. Like, yeah, I get that stuff. That's kind of cool. And you use a little reminder. But then you have the fat absentee mother who gets like world's best mom tattooed. And yet she has no money to pay for her kids to go to school or to get them books. But she has the tattoo that says world's best mom. And she's in the chair for eight hours getting that put on. Oh yeah. You know, kids were, you know, wandering the streets or watching tv so so here's the funniest thing is i was in a supermarket one time and this girl had a tattoo on her arm and it was like a person's face it was like a hat <laughs> i swear to god it looked exactly like fucking danny devito with a hat oh my god <laughs> why the fuck would she have danny devito with a hat so i said to the person that i'm with i'm like you see that thing's fucking danny devito <laughs> and i'm like dumbass it's like a memorial so they do the memorial to like somebody that passed away mm-hmm. and they do their picture <laughs> i'm like that's really cool but it looks like danny devito <laughs> yeah like, like i have another family member by my wife who got a tattoo of his dog when his dog died. And I was just like, that's kind of cool too. Is it though? It's a fucking dog, man. Like just get a new one for that person. All right. And like, he didn't take care of the dog because he's kind of a deadbeat. But then when the dog was dead, it was like the worst thing on the planet ever happened to him. Oh, that's yeah. You know, like that's sort of like 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 that kind of dummy. Nothing else matters except my dog right now. And then they move on to something else. Uh, it's just like yeah, my PS5 broke, so I got a PS5 tattoo on my other arm because I was so <laughs> sad when it broke. Oh man! Just All right, so it's a serenity serenity prayer, and I've seen mm-hmm. this on a bunch of people. And it's like if you beat addiction, it's like God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Like that's cool, but it's very like Zen and a lot of words. I kind of like that, but it's kind of like, sometimes they do like a little version of it or like a shorter thing of it. Kind of cool. You could but also you get, a re- you could also get a reverse t-shirt and look in the mirror and then read the same thing. <laughs> a reverse t-shirt. <laughs> Problem solved. Like the ambulance has in the front of that's the ambulance, right. like in reverse. So when you're seeing the mirror, even better, you give it to all your buddies with the proverb on the back and you see it all the Read time. it off their shirts, yep. Yeah. All right, so what would you get if you got a tattoo? Battleship, fucking right on your ass. Fucking Roy Arbison. <laughs> Arbison. <laughs> like, that's P-D- the thing. Like, Wu-Tang. I, yeah, like... You get it right, right across, like like wings, Wu-Tang. Sons of, Sons of Anarchy on my back. Oh, that's the other thing. People do wings. Wings, yeah. Like the girls get the little bows in the back of their legs. You're like, well, obviously you're a hoe because that's the only person who would get that. I don't know if she's a hoe, but (laughs) my wife and I would go out to the beach and we'd see this girl and on her 
just below the ass on her, uh, I guess that's the thigh, the -hmm. back of the thigh. One side said pretty and the other side said please. Mm. Pretty please. I'm like, we're not saying she's a hoe. You must love going home for Thanksgiving and saying, hey, how you doing, mom and dad? Yeah. I turned out really well. I just, yeah. Oh, like, betting man, I'm saying there's a $20, you know, $20 in my pocket that would get you a lot. <laughs> a lot of people have enjoyed reading that over and over again. That's just fucked up. Like some of the things you think of, like, why would you do that? Like, I don't know. And then like I was in uh, Hoboken one time buying lottery tickets. So I go into a little bodega. I think it was, I forgot where it was, but I go in there. I'm like, ah, oh, it's like, you know, whatever half a billion dollars or whatever. And I'm like, I got to play my lottery. And I go in there and I look and the, the guy waiting HVAC dude, I'm like, you know, working his ass off. And I'm like, I look at him and he's got the fucking eye under his eye <laughs> tattooed oh, on his Christ. face. And he's got other shit. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that's all about. Like, <laughs> that's all you dude. Like you're whatever prison you're in. Like, that's not even American prison. That's like fucking Russian gulag. You're in a yeah. far prison getting that shit. That's like the Stranger Things jail when they were in <laughs> Russia. That's right. <laughs> Dude, I think that was a Stranger Thing logo on your face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah people Dude, just... Uh... you got a Tully Tubby by your mouth. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. What, Calvin and Hobbes pissing? Calvin and Hobbes, <laughs> Calvin and Hobbes pissing. That, like, occasionally you see a few of those Pissing in your mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you're walking into your CFO interview and it's like, oh, well, you know, it's 12 years at Morgan Stanley had a very stellar record. <laughs> and, then, and then Goldman Sachs was wooing me, but you know, I decided to come here. Uh-huh. <laughs> this guy, I don't know what he's doing. This guy's fucking genius. He's got to hire this guy. Here's my CNBC reel. You know, I've got a couple episodes with uh, the money, Dude, honey lady. And if you could fake some of that shit, you walk in there with that fucking, <laughs> Whatever on there. Fucking Dale Earnhardt over your forehead. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. See, so yeah, like, I wouldn't even know where to start. I don't even want to think about where I'd start. Like, I like it. I like Oh Naturel. <laughs> oh, natural. I couldn't imagine. Like, it must be tough too. Like, what if you're someone who's dating and you really don't like tattoos? It seems like everybody, yeah, like you mentioned, like everybody seems to have them now. Like, <clears throat> and they're cool. Like I, I love tattoos. I love seeing good tattoos on people. I also love for enjoyment, funny purposes to see bad t- tattoos on people. I'm like, that's a fucked up tattoo. Like I'll yeah. be like, no, look at that tattoo. That's pretty fucked up. Another family member, a uh, closer one on my wife's side, <laughs> instead of going to therapy and addressing her issues, decided to take it all out on her body <laughs> with tattoos. And it's like, let's write it on <laughs> Let's set a list by tattoos. Like they're all awful and they're all big. And it's just this. Wow. Yeah, do you want to settle it in the ring were, or do you want to settle it in the tattoo? Let's what were you thinking? You know, again, because again, this and when you are looking for a certain kind of guy, I want a guy who's going to, you know, you know, love me and have a family and do this. And then you see like all these like weird ass tattoos. It's. Yeah. It's not selling. It's not selling you for what you actually want. You know, it's it's like, hey man, I want to buy a minivan. It's like, hey, how about this nine eleven Porsche here? 
It's like, that's not really what I'm trying to buy. It's not what I'm. So here's the thing. I know you're an art guy. I'm an art guy. So you see the human body. It's a beautiful form, right? Naked, whatever. Mm, it's some of them. beautiful. It is beautiful, right? Like, like the guy I saw yesterday with buying the uh, Slurpee <laughs> at the Jumpstone place. His He had bruises on his legs from just being fat. Like he oh. was so fat oh and heavy, God, his hard. body was bruising because he was walking. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Slurpee was not going to help either. That that's is not a beautiful body. But sometimes you see beautiful bodies and you're like, and then you see really good tattoo artwork on there. And you're like, all right, I get it. It act, accentuates, could accentuate the whole thing. And then you see <laughs> Mr. Fatty walking at 7-Eleven and you're like, no, there's there's no way that's good. No, for me, it, it it more all takes on the role of graffiti. You know, uh, like if, how about graffiti if have, art? If you have a beautiful house, you get you know, bent like, you paint the dick on you. You're leaving that on, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's a rocket ship, guys. Come on. Uh, well, it's it's funny. Like there's a there's the meme where it shows like the guy passed out drunk and like his friends like drew on a marker all over his face. It's like 1990s like frat party. You know, and it's like. 2020s rapper. <laughs> it's the same picture. It's like like you look at guys like a post Malone, like the amount of like facial tattoos. Because like remember when Tyson got his, like what a huge deal it was. Like, oh my god, this crazy oh god, freak. face. And they're like it's tribal and all the stuff. And it was like and that was like paled in comparison. Oh, it's just it just opens Pandora's box and everyone just goes buck wild on there now. I like Post Malone did the uh, Cheetos commercial or the Doritos commercial. He had the, the Dorito on his face. <laughs> You're joking around that they like put the Dorito like tattoo on him. Yeah. I like that. It's all yeah. right. Hey man, as long as it's his face and not mine, that's cool. Yeah. All right. So if we get tattoos, we got to do it live on streaming for the podcast. Promise. Hold, hold, hold your breath, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> might be on the ass might be on the face might be on the back of the head what if we get each yeah. other's faces on our asses how about we get both of our faces on each cheek looking at each other <laughs> like, like over the great and, divide like beavis and butthead <laughs> we'll get over the beavis great and divide. butthead caricatures of ourselves oh that's good how about mount rushmore right over the cheeks oh there you go boom I like what, it. What's separated? Trump and Putin <laughs> <laughs> separated by cheeks. Yeah. I don't know. God and Satan. Ah, uh, uh, a little pitchfork. Yeah. Where's the pitchfork going though? Well, That's what I'm saying. We know where the pitchfork's going. Ew. Where's that where thunderbolt they're... going from God? Bam. Yeah. I don't know where. Yeah. I think they're going both to the same place. Didn't like Steve-O get like his dick tattooed? I think he did anything with like, so if you've ever gotten cut in like a fight or falling or whatever, like the face is just like, it bleeds a lot because there's not a lot of like flesh. It's just skin and bone. Like it bleeds like shit. So anything on the face, like tattoo wise, I think it's got to bleed like crazy. It's got to hurt. Yeah. You know, Yeah. I've heard anything on the hands or like the top of the feet hurts because there's there's no, there's no meat. muscle or fat or anything there yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. just like just drilling into like bone or something 
You know, it'd be cool to like have on part of like your whole upper thigh, have it like look like a waffle. So it has like a waffle pattern. Oh, pattern it. You just pattern. Pattern it. I like that. And then you see there are some people that are just like all inked up, like literally like blacked out like ink. It's weird as shit. Yeah. Yeah, you go to the beach, you can see some interesting characters. And the shadier the beach, the better. Yes. But not the nude beach. Not Definitely the not beach. the nude beach. There's one right by me. <laughs> Dude, you, you can't unsee that stuff. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. Gravity. How do our listeners feel about nude beach? Right into us. There's and no way. I've never been to a nude beach. I don't think I would. Perhaps we can have a meetup <laughs> <laughs> at a nude beach. We'll, we'll tell you what to meet gathering. up. We'll tell you what to meet up and we won't be there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, we got the wrong address. We'll organize. Damn. No, no. We'll openly organize the meetup, but we just won't be there. You guys meet up, talk about yourselves, talk about the podcast. And then everybody wears, wears a schlong go, GoPro. <laughs> schlong Pro. It's like the uh, the schlong witch project. The room dough. <laughs> and the room dough is going around. There it goes. <laughs> <laughs> is there a cat on it? Yeah, there might be. <laughs> Just playing like party rock like, the whole time. Oh, so there's this little robot at the bowling alley. So when I bowl, they have this little robot that delivers food. So it's funny. It's like a little thing. It just zips around and it's got like a little iPad face and it's like, hey, hello. <laughs> it's, it's like, seems like a Japanese like little thing. It's it's hilarious. And so it comes over the other day because we had a bowl and uh, I think it was like a Saturday. Yeah, it was Saturday. And we were like pre-bowling because we're not going to be here for um, our regular bowling. We're pre-bowling. Pre-bowling because we can't be there for regular bowling. So no, that was impossible. So we had an opening on Saturday. So like we both. So anyway, the little dude comes over for food and it's funny because like, you got to watch it. Cause people were like, Hey, yeah, that looks good. Look, free chicken fingers. And they just fucking <laughs> take it off. Of Mozzarella sticks for me. Thank Bro. you. Thanks asshole. Go find that thing. So it comes to your lane and it knows where all the lanes are. It's pretty, it's awesome. It's like a little legit robot. So, and it stops there and like, you got to acknowledge you know, that you got your order and okay, go back. And I pressed the wrong button. I started pressing shit and I'm like, <laughs> it's fucking things not leaving. So my buddy's like Fuck looking at me. He's it. like, he puts it on fucking birthday mode and he like <laughs> sends it to another thing. So it's going down like half the alley. Happy birthday. Fucking just boom, boom, like lights and shit going <laughs> and like happy birthday. I'm like, that's awesome. So it actually goes and stops at somebody's lane. And like, there's like a kid there looking like, what the fuck? It's not my birthday. <laughs> so they come out, like, you like, re, you know, press a bunch of buttons and send it to wherever it went. I it's, thought you were like, it was going to go to like a Black Mirror episode. Where like the <laughs> goddamn robot won't go away. The robot kept coming back. Yeah. Well, that's where you get us keep sending it to the same I alley. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I will never leave you. But it was like, you know, you put it on party mode or you put it on birthday mode and you think, oh, it's going to just say happy birthday when it gets the thing. No, it was happy birthday. Like when it leaves, do, 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 happy birthday to you. And it's like going the entire way to the lane. And I'm like, holy shit, that thing is it's really happy birthday. And So somebody that worked there was like, they came out right away. Like they shut it off. I'm like, yeah, it must annoy the shit out of them. 
Oh yeah, a million percent. Oh yeah. Lead game, you gotta be focused in the zone. Can't be bothered by the goddamn birthday robot. In it, man. Eyes on the prize. Yeah. Dude, I bought a 240 that day. God damn, look at you. 240. I'm ready for the pro tour. 240. She's swinging that ball. I'm balling. I'm big Lebowski in that shit. Yeah, right. I'm the dude. God damn, 240. Dude, I gotta show up in the fucking what is that the name of that thing? The What's sweater. That? Oh, the uh, the Pendleton one. Pendleton? Yeah. No, it's called something else. It's uh well the brand a- that makes it is called Pendleton. Yeah, but there's a name for the for the model. Yeah. Shit. If you know what I'm talking about. I oh, I do. It. And I think I actually I have it bookmarked somewhere. I think it's in our Amazon um, <laughs> wish list. It's our wish list. So if you want to get us something, look up our Amazon wish list. The Westerly. The Westerly. That's it. Yes, the Westerly. Dude, I walk in with the Westerly, roll like a 250, and just freaking order White Russians. That's it. White Russians. <laughs> Hail to the king, baby. That's right. Well, I don't All know right. how we got onto that crazy <laughs> but when you're under the ropes that's what happens sometimes we get another story don't we we do have one more story all right i'll lead it off father fakes his own death then shows up to his funeral on a helicopter so he can teach his kids a lesson on how to appreciate someone while they're alive so <laughs> ooh, talk about fucking with people god damn um, being a father is a thankless job so you spend your days Slaving away, working, only to con- come home to a bunch of ungrateful, unappreciative kids. Preach. And this generation, they're not even, you're not even coming home to them. They're just sitting there going, sup, while they're playing fucking video games. Yeah. So they don't really realize how good they have it. So uh, instead of getting a minute to yourself to decompress, you have to complete whatever honeydew list. There's a whole bunch of stuff when you come home. So, you got to pay for a windshield that your kid broke with his head. Damn. dollars. <laughs> That's right. You know what they do in Florida? They pay for that shit. Insurance has to pay for one per year. Goddamn. Per year. Um, so, it sounds pretty fucked up. So, this guy, what the hell is his name? He is a Belgian man, David Burton. David Burtis Garden. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, a Belgian man who felt so unappreciated Belgian by his friends man. and family decided to fake his own death. And the twist is his kids helped him do it. So, he pulled off the prank of a lifetime when he faked his own death and showed up to his funeral by stepping off a helicopter instead of being carried out by a hearse. Um, TikToker David Burton, along with his wife and children, decided to orchestrate the pseudo... Uh, the su- Pseudocide? Pseudocide. Oh, pseudocide, because it's fake side, right? To yeah. prank ones and see who actually cared about the 45-year-old. The fake funeral, which was held near a city of Liège, last weekend was attended by dozens of friends and family members dressed in black waiting for the ceremony to begin until they were met with the landing helicopter. This is a Larry David. 
do you remember the did you see the last episode uh the last season with um that latte larry no yes the latte larry thing with uh richard richard jenny where he had his uh oh richard lewis richard, richard jenny lewis. been very dead for a while ah uh, richard lewis uh it wasn't richard <laughs> lewis it was another actor that was having his That's celebration crazy. of life yes while he was still alive well he's still alive and he was upstairs like watching everything on like video and Larry's given the like he wanted Larry to speak, and Larry's like, "Well, if he was real," and he started doing stand up, and he's like, the "Fucking guy's doing stand up." And then he found had, out he's he had like, the, all hoarder. the uh, yeah, he's hoarding all the um, supplies. <laughs> he's a COVID hoarder. COVID he had like hoarder. toilet paper and all that shit. <laughs> Fucking love that. Was it Ted Danson? No, it was somebody no, else. It was somebody else. It was um, shit. I know the guy, but it wasn't. It wasn't Danson. He had a thing with dancing for a while. Yeah. But yeah, how about that? Yeah. How about you teach your kids to appreciate you? You're like, where, where's daddy? Daddy's dead. That's fucked up. Uh, you know, I, I love the quote in there where he's like, hey, he's like, I get it. I understand. <laughs> but come on, man. Like that's, that's a little, going a little bit too far. Hey, I don't know how things were in Belgium, but they don't put up with like kids not paying attention to them being dicks. Just saying. Yeah. Kids can be real dicks. Oh, dude. I think about it all the time. Like, I know it's like extremely horrible, but like there's days where they're just such little assholes. I'm like, you know what? One day you're going to be crying at my funeral. Like I that actually brings dope. me at the tiny little smallest bit of joy <laughs> at the moment, even though... I know what an asshole I am for even thinking that way. See, you, you think in your mind like, oh, my kids are like, daddy's dead. And then cry, like, cry, little bitches, cry. <laughs> Appreciate me. You have that moment. And See? then, uh, you know, then yeah. you're like, goddamn, I got to stop being a little pussy and set my game up. And and that's how they invented Father's Day. <laughs> I guess. Just, oh, we'll shut that up for a day. All right. We'll let him go play golf or do whatever. And kids would be like traumatized, like, Dad, are you okay? Are you are you not dying <laughs> every day? You'd be like, <laughs> okay, kids. I didn't mean to fuck up with your head. Like, I didn't mean to Sorry. fuck up with your head, but yeah. you know, I realized this I mean, is traumatic. Let, let's be honest, Mother's Day, it's like the world stops for Mother's Day. You know, you gotta get the flowers and the this and that, and it's like a whole big it's like a like a week celebration. <laughs> for Father's Day, it's like, hey, here's a tie. Go I watch really golf. Hope- I really hope my wife isn't listening right now, but Mother's Day is like, you can do no wrong. You have to do everything for her. It's soup to nuts. Like, fucking, like, uh, like, unicorns are shit and rainbows. Like, it's, like, that's, like, everything. And then Father's Day is like, ah, whatever. Fucking go back to work. Yeah. <laughs> It's just, yeah, night and day. But anyway, I'm I'm lucky. Like the stepkids I have are good; they're really good. Uh, they just don't bother me on Father's Day, so I love that. <laughs> <laughs> just being left alone is great. Yeah, I'm like, you know, and then I'm like, and then my wife's fucking with me. I'm like, no, leave me alone. It's Father's Day. 
and I'm a stepfather and I don't give a fuck. I just want to be left alone. You know what I had before having stepkids? I had fucking all the time to myself. That's yeah. what I want back just for like a few hours. A few yeah. hours. Maybe I can go to the gym. How about that? There you go. Just saying. No, I'm uh it's it's off, it's not right, but I, I understand. <clears throat> and then here you are. Your wife's yeah. going off to see her dad. And Here you're dealing with the babies. Yep. It's going to be interesting, but I can do it. I believe But the me. reciprocal is the ski weekend that you're going to take with your buddies. Oh, I think you mean ski weeks. Ski weeks. Taking. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I'm being, I'm not saying much. I'm being cool because I know that, you, you know. Internalize it. Take it in. You will release it on the mountain. It's going to be all right. Yeah. Ah. Release the crack be like plah. That's you know, it's it's all about ebbs and flows, you know. It all kind of works out in the end. So that's my why I'm not getting too bent out of shape about it, because I know I am going to yeah, have some epic ski weeks because of that. So let's talk ski dreams this week, this year. Nick is in Denver. Yes. Great. Not just Denver, it's like outside, like in a good spot. Um there's a lot of shit going on. Like what I'm going to do the Europe trip, which is going to be great. It's going to be fun. Awesome. But that's just one week. I got to do something else. Well, I think we should be saving this for the real ski bump podcast, not for under the ropes. I agree. We can pick it. We can make it a whole topic on the next episode about our, our uh, ski goals for the year. I like that. I like where you're going with that. I like that too. All right. Then we can wrap this bad boy up. Let's wrap it up. All right. See us next time. Yes. Thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate it. Check us out. Skibumpodcast.com. Send us an email. Skibumpodcast at gmail.com. Go to your favorite social media platform. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Untap, YouTube. We are at Skibumpodcast. Patreon. If you love this madness, go to Patreon. Patreon.com slash Skibumpodcast. Support us. We got a couple levels. We're on OnlyFans. We are? Is, it, <laughs> no. is there an unauthorized version of the Ski Bum podcast on OnlyFans? I think I have to put something on. I'm going to write this down. OnlyFans is going on. I'm thinking about setting up an OnlyFans of me just mowing the lawn with my shirt off and see if I get Dude, some. That's all it's going to be. It's going to be meaningless dollars. shit. Yeah. Like me working on the car, like walking the dog, <laughs> you mowing the lawn. That's that's it. I think that could be, uh, that could be a home run. That could make us, that could get us that, uh, you know, Curbside, trailside, condo over Jackson Hole with a couple yeah, you months. You mowing the lawn, people are like, I got to click on that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> you just gotta word it the right way. <laughs> it's all about you gotta sell the sizzle, baby, not the steak, right? The sizzle, the sizzle, the sizzle. Ten thousand, ten thousand CC. Use my code Beachnighter fifteen, fifteen percent off. Snowbound. Go to snowboundexpo.com. Use the code Launch for dollar lift tickets. Lift tickets. Dollar conference tickets for the weekend Tell lift tickets that'd be great oh, we're thinking about it we're thinking about lift tickets we're thinking about inflation how do we ski more if we did we got plans. private like a little location dollar lift tickets that'd be great that would be pretty cool how about butter bar a lot of good stuff was discussed here Boom. thank you so much for listening and we'll talk to you guys next week say hi say pollute see ya